everyone, and welcome back to BoJack Horse Pod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today, we will be talking about Season 6, Episode 11 of BoJack Horseman, Sunk Cost and all that. It is Episode 11, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. I'm Kirsten McInnes, joined, as always, by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? I'm fine. We're really in it again now, aren't we? I'm fine. <laughs> She says. It's heavy. This was a tough one. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. You know, all natural consequences of the last two episodes, but it doesn't make it any easier to see it happen. Um, But there was some of this that I really liked. Oh, yeah. I have, there were lines that I like burst out laughing at. There's some really good stuff in here. High highs and very low lows. I was going to say, like, what kind of trigger warning do we need on this? But just everything, probably. It's all bad. I, like, I, I think we should we should probably have one that we play just like the rest of the season. That's just like, hey, everyone, before we get into the show, just remember, take care of yourself and be this conscious. Bojack. Like, everything is bad and awful. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to clip that and put it at the beginning of every episode. Honestly, do it. Put it retroactively. Put it on all of the. <laughs> delete them. Put it on. Re-upload them. Get us mm-hmm. some up- downloads. It's, it's great. <laughs> every podcaster I know is getting sponsorships for Manscaped right now. And not only podcasters with penises. Uh, I know someone who is like, yeah, I use it for my bikini line and it's the best thing ever. And I'm like, where's our Manscaped email? <laughs> when when will they contact us? Yeah. I want an God. ad. I want a free Manscaped. Yeah. Many of the characters in our show, very hairy. They could use a lot more than a Manscaped. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Just think of how funny the ad read would be. You and I <laughs> talking about Manscaped. Ugh. Oh my God, I would love Anyways, to hear that. <laughs> if anyone from Manscaped is listening, we can be bought mm. and we have like a healthy download size. Yeah. Anyways, how are you, Lindsay? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It's only been like a day since I talked to you and that's lovely. Yes, less than 24 hours, but in the best way. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to be talking to you. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. In the pre-show, which both of us logged in and we're like, whew, I'm so sleepy. And I was like, great, we could do this fast. And then we talked for 35 minutes about like our personal lives. Even though, again, we just spoke yesterday and had a lengthy (laughs) pre and post show about our personal lives. Only 24 hours ago. You know what's changed? Not a lot. Not a lot has changed in the last Mm -mm. 24 hours, but yeah, here we are, (laughs) obsessed with each other. (laughs) Can't help it. (laughs) Yeah, it's, listen, we both just need each other. (laughs) I don't know. Do you think people are curious about what time it is right now? I bet they are. Okay, well, hopefully we have the dulcet tones of Brian Scally leading us into the what time is it right now segment. What time is it? Oh, thank you so much, Brian Scally. It sounds so good. <laughs> so currently, it is Monday, May 30th, 2022. And in the Pacific time zone, it is 8.29 p.m. In New York, it is 11.29 p.m. In London, it is Tuesday, May 31st at 4.29 a.m. And in Hong Kong, it is 11.29 a.m. on Tuesday, May 31st. And that is what time it is right now. <laughs> now that we've placed ourselves in a time and place... We can put you in a time and place by letting you know what holidays it is today, June 14th, 
2022. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think people like that? I stole it from Tignataro and I love it so much. <laughs> I love it. And if Cam hasn't broken up with you over it yet, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Hazel likes it too. <laughs> yeah, people can deal with it once a week on the podcast. Like if the people in your life can deal with it every single day. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a 100% approval rating, I would argue. Just Cam wait until Matt sends you an email. <laughs> True, Matt, please weigh in. What do you think of the clown horn? <laughs> but only if it's nice. Please don't weigh in with yeah. something mean. Yeah, I can't bear it. <laughs> I can't bear the constructive criticism. Okay, we're too set in our ways. Set in my ways. I'm fragile and I'm old. Okay, I just can't. I can't yeah, she's like 80 years old. She's from a different time. She's not used to, you know, the social issues of the 2020s. What time was it? <laughs> okay, so the holidays today. It's a doozy, okay? First up is the Army's birthday, which, which I think is the U.S. Army, in which case we will not be partaking. No, no, no. This doesn't sound like one that we want any part of. Yeah, this is the first army that was in Boston, like, tea party days. So, like, really would have been nice if this was on June 7th for the last episode. It would have been really fitting. <laughs> Teabag in the hava. <laughs> the wicked unjust. <laughs> it's also call your doctor day. Okay, important. So I guess like if you need an appointment, <laughs> yeah, don't call them is, for no reason. <laughs> this is your reminder to call them. Like, don't keep putting it off. But yeah, don't just call them to say hi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have things to do. I don't know. It's Family History Day. Okay. Which is again, nothing is said about it. So I guess it's like when you look at your ancestry. I don't know. Yeah, or unpack baggage with your relatives. <laughs> Oh, that's a lot for a Tuesday. I'll pass on that one. <laughs> True. Uh, it is Flag Day. Mm, yes. It is also International Bath Day, which I will certainly be celebrating. Yeah, you love a bath. Oh, I take a bath almost every day. Really? That's my one true love. Wow. Good for you. I mean, bad for me because it's a massive waste of water, but it's like sometimes the one thing that gives me dopamine and Mm. I can't give that up yeah I almost never take a bath we do not have a good bath set up here so oh mine isn't the best yeah but it gets the job done and again it's like the one thing that gives me dopamine some days yeah they're like the plug in ours doesn't really seal properly so it's just constantly like you have to make sure it doesn't drain away yeah, see, I like to overfill my tub, so then mm. it's just always draining. Yeah. I'm horrible for the environment, but it just, again... <laughs> it's offset by your vegetarianism. I mean, almost certainly, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay, well, I'm going to use that to make myself feel better. It is National Bourbon Day, so if you okay. like bourbon, today's the day. Mm-hmm, hmm I don't think I've ever had bourbon. Yeah, my dad's a big fan. Ugh. Sorry. (laughs) Anyways, I don't think I need it. Any type of whiskey is a bad decision for me, so I will avoid. Yeah, not for me. It is National Strawberry Shortcake Day. Ooh, I'm happy to celebrate that. I love a straw... Like, even the crappy, like, you buy the little, like, individual strawberry shortcake... Like, (laughs) the shortcakes from the store, and then you just put Mm -hmm. strawberries on. Like, I'll eat that, let alone an actual good one, so... Yeah, like, those little angel food cakes you can buy. Yeah! They're so good. You just put Mm -hmm. some strawberry on top. Mm, Delicious. Love it. 
Honestly, maybe I'll go do that after we finish recording. <laughs> I'm not opposed. No, strawberries are expensive. And I just saw an article about organic strawberries possibly being linked to a current hepatitis outbreak. Hepatitis? Yeah, I didn't I didn't read the whole article, I will admit. But I was like, <laughs> that doesn't sound good. I yeah. will avoid. I also don't buy strawberries ever since I saw a TikTok of someone like doing a vinegar wash of their strawberries and all the little bugs that came out. Gross. Which, like, I know there's probably little bugs in, like, all of the food that I eat. Yeah. But I have never seen video proof of it except for in the case of that one, the the TikToks about washing your strawberries properly. Wow. I sure hate that. Yeah, it's disgusting. And I'm sorry if I ruined strawberries for you. Yeah, it's probably temporary. Yeah, even I will still eat them sometimes. I just won't buy them. It is own your share of America day. Okay. We don't own a share of America. It doesn't say what that is. It does okay. not give me any further information. I'm going to have to do a Google search. Sorry. I told you the holidays today were a doozy. They are. <laughs> there are several of them. There are several very strange ones. Some that we will partake in. Some that we will not partake in. I can't wait. Everyone post your strawberry shortcakes to us today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be so good. So this was a program started in the 1950s. As the U.S. economy was rebounding from World War II, so it just, like, kicked, it kicked off a period where, like, people owned homes and there was rising <laughs> stock stocks and everything. Seems like they're just rubbing our faces in it now. So, yeah, it's like, how are we, so, so what, we're going to celebrate that once upon a time it was affordable to own a home? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand. But yeah. no, sorry, people just don't want to work these days. Yeah, too busy buying strawberries, avocado toast. I posted um a, to my Instagram story like probably a week ago and it was just like when I'm a millionaire I will live my dream of buying raspberries when they are not on sale. <laughs> exactly. I saw a thing recently that was like what I thought I'd be like when I was an adult. Like I can buy whatever I want. It's like what I'm actually like as an adult. Like oh I can't lose this Tupperware. It's my only one. <laughs> that hit a little close to home and I think you should have put a content warning on that comment. Yeah. Yeah, uh, very targeted. <laughs> but okay, Lindsay, if that is your real name. Mm-hmm. This is a big day for America, which, again, we won't be partaking in. But the next one is pause for the pledge day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will not be pledging allegiance to anything. Yeah. It is also pop goes the weasel day. Well, that is problematic a, now, isn't it? It's a day to celebrate the rhyme. What is that rhyme about? Is Pop Goes the Weasel. A racist song automatically filled in. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's about the slave trade. So we will also not be celebrating that one. Yeah. Ugh. You know, I had a feeling it was bad because it's a nursery rhyme. (laughs) And they're often bad. And they're almost always bad, but I didn't know know that one was... about racism but of course it is it's also world blood donor day oh that's important that's important Lindsay, do you donate blood i do i haven't done it in a long time and i really need to go back i definitely had a thing where i was like i can't go during covid of course but it's of course turns out covid isn't ending and blood transfusions (laughs) also aren't ending yeah exactly yeah no i made a point of doing it every year on my birthday oh Mm -hmm. what's your blood type Oh, negative. I got that gold, baby. Oh, me too. What? God. I'm also O negative. I feel like that's very rare for us to just like 
meet on happenstance like that. I think it's um, like 7% of the population. It's a small percentage. Yeah, yeah. But I have not donated blood because I'm very scared of needles. But now it's it's been more than six months since my last tattoo. So I think I should try and donate blood. Yeah. But like the, the thing is, is I had a blood test last week and they took only one vial of blood. And I felt mm-hmm. sick and woozy all day and I had to order Burger King to make myself feel better. Yeah. So like what yeah. they t- how many do they take when you donate? They take a lot. It's a... I don't know. It's like a pint or something. A pint? <laughs> something like that. Yeah. It's a lot. The way that I always prepare myself is by drinking a ton of water during the day, eating lots of snacks, making sure I have a good sleep the night before. And yeah, I've gotten so I'm pretty good at it. Also, because like the first two times I did it, I definitely passed out immediately after. But now I listen to podcasts and I take all of these measures to prepare and everyone should do it if they are able Yes, and I listen, I'm going to start even though I'm very scared. Um a blood transfusion gave us like many more months with my mom than we would have had otherwise. So yeah. very, very on board with donating blood. I I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm just so scared. Yeah, I understand that for sure. It makes me a little woozy too, but podcasts help. Am I allowed to have juice? Of course, yeah, that's one of the best parts is at the end they give you juice and cookies. So many Oreos. I will bring a, a large McDonald's pop of the orange fruitopia. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That'll help, right? They, they have free juice boxes. You can just no. take one. It's dollar <laughs> drink days, Lindsay. I can afford no. a large orange fruitopia. <laughs> Only a dollar all summer. McDonald's, wow. sponsor us. Yeah, we're open. We, we can be bought. <laughs> Honestly, if they sent me a coupon for free french fries, I'd be like... Pfft. My undying loyalty is given to this multinational corporation. (laughs) Okay, and we only have one more holiday for today. I think all of this was crucial and necessary conversation. It is World Pet Memorial Day. Oh, sad. So celebrate your pets that are no longer with you. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry for the downer note. (laughs) Downer ending. Classic Bojack. Mm -hmm. Okay, anyways sunk cost and all that what what did you think of this episode yeah i guess we touched on it a little bit already but i thought it was so good but yeah high highs and low lows there's so many lines in there that i have written down because i thought it was so funny but just like throughout the whole thing you just had this overwhelming feeling of dread and you know bad things are coming also i definitely noted that all this time that we were keeping track of the bad things bojack does they're all on a whiteboard that's not all of them (laughs) a lot of them I thought about doing some checking to see if we missed any, but I think we got most of them. They told us to stop pausing the show. Um, Exactly. Mm -hmm. But I did like when Todd started adding more in red and was like, Mm. no, you did more. And then they had a second board for just the Sarah Lynn related bad things. (laughs) Yeah. The BoJack Wiki has all of them on the website. Of course they do. And I even have the wiki open, but did I read it? No. (laughs) It's okay. Okay. Here's the list of the bad things. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Penny, yes. abandoned slash wrestled herb. I love how it's like quite similar to what we wrote. I don't it remember is. exactly what we did, but it's written very similarly. Yeah. Stole Hollywood D. I don't think we put says, that on the list of bad things. It says abandoning slash beating up herb. That's very close. Wow, look at <laughs> us. Closed all you can eat froyo place. <laughs> Didn't act in Secretariat. Hmm. Tanked Ethan around twice. We didn't put that on there either. 
No, I mean, it wasn't nice, but I don't think we like Ethan, so we just, like, didn't care that much. (laughs) And by Ethan, I mean, what, of course, whatever that dork's real name was. Something Hiller Smith. (laughs) Something like that. Whatever. Got Dr. (laughs) Champ. Bradley. Bradley. Thank you. Got Dr. Champ fired. Mm Mm-hmm. Blew up Taffy Factory. Yes. Ruined Lizard Funeral. We also did not have that on there. (laughs) I think we stopped after That's Too Much Man because we have that at the top where it just says everything in this episode and then I think it broke the system and we just stopped. Well, and but also like ruining the lizard funeral is not like a bad thing Bojack did. That's like a mistake. Like that's I don't, a very funny thing on the list. <laughs> like that's I I don't think that deserves to be in the list of bad things he did. Like I don't know. <laughs> Made fun of Katie from Spanish One. Lied about getting Radiohead, which I think is very <laughs> funny. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Pretended giant Todd head was a passenger for the carpool lane. Took muffins from Na- the Navy Seal. Neil McBeal. That was our bottom of the barrel one. That was the first one that we ranked. Yep. Slept with blank and ghosted her. <laughs> Too many to name. Uh-huh. Hit deer with car. Mm-hmm. That was on our list for sure. That was for sure. Broke into the Nixon library. Is that on our list? No. I think that was after we stopped. <laughs> Ruined integrity of booty academy. <laughs> <laughs> Cover yourself uh, and go. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, my God. Threw up on L. Fanning in Bounce House. Oh, no. Stole Daniel Radcliffe's fruit basket. Habitual bad tipper. Okay. Lied about dating Natalie Portman. <laughs> Scott Wolf Vendetta. All right, we don't know what that is. It says likely due to the 1994 Animal Choice Awards from the episode Hank After Dark. Mm-hmm. Sneezed on Marissa Tomei. <laughs> which apparently is referenced multiple times in the series and i've never noticed so the sneeze picture just goes to show i'm stupid <laughs> keyed keenan thompson's kia mm-hmm. that's almost a word avalanche yeah fobbed elon muskrat's tesla <laughs> gina mm-hmm. and then sarah lynn yeah and then todd added slept with emily Mm-hmm. destroyed rock opera mm-hmm. left me in prison yep and diane added fired me while writing your book <laughs> broke into my house and made a mess and stole my favorite jacket mm-hmm. also took my scarf told mr peanut butter about cry Anne. Oh. <laughs> wow yeah most of the ones that we had were also on there except for at the time that he burned a million dollars that was supposed to be for charity Obviously, they don't think of that as so bad. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. This episode is great. So both of the previous two episodes have kind of like blurred together and this continues from both of them. You know, just another example of them being creative with their narrative style, which I always Mm -hmm. love. Yes. Very good. Yeah, I love this. We just pick right back up where we left off and it's troubling. (laughs) It is deeply troubling. So Princess Carolyn and Diane drag Bojack into the office and he like literally looks dead. Yeah, this seems like bad first aid. Yeah, I mean, I can't trust them to do it properly if Judah's not there. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's very fair. They ask Todd what happened and Todd's like, I saw Bojack getting off the phone call. I was coming in to tell you him my criticism about the play. <laughs> I was going to sandwich it with a compliment, but then he fainted. 
And then like, I laughed so hard at this when he says, which just goes to show you never know how much time you have with someone. So you should start with the bad stuff first. And then Bojack wakes up and he goes, Bojack, your play sucked. I laughed out loud when he said you should say the bad <laughs> stuff first. It was so funny. and oh, just incredible. I feel like it's just like a very classic Todd moment that we haven't been getting as many of lately. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, to instantly go, your play sucked. So good. Bojack, your play sucked. And then he's like, it wasn't a play. It was like yeah. a series of unrelated scenes. Yeah. He's like, it had a lot of plot holes in terms of the continuity. He's like, there was no play. There was no plot. <laughs> oh, so oh very funny. So Bojack is like, no one can know about this. Don't talk to any reporters. And it's like, ooh, reporters. Like, seems serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Diane says no one is going to talk to any. And then it's like reporters. And it cuts to Mr. Peanut Butter talking to the reporters. Yeah. So Mr. Peanut Butter is at Elefino, which is the mm-hmm. new name of the restaurant That's- with Max and Paige. And yeah, of course, he's going to answer questions about his good friend Bojack. It's going to be like there's not that much to talk about. But we see that the restaurant is Mr. Peanut Butter wanted his face on the menu. Mm-hmm. Joey Pogo wanted Lazy Susans and Pickles wanted yes. small plates. So they did all three. The perfect compromise where nobody has to give up anything. Yeah, it's perfect. Not a compromise in the technical sense. <laughs> yes, where no one gives up anything. <laughs> but uh, you know what? We don't know what Mr. Peanut Butter's education is like. We don't know what his opportunities were pre, pre-birthday dad. Yes, it's true. Mr. Peanut Butter's house. Yeah, I do like this insight we get between Paige and Max where Paige is talking to her fiance and she's like, yeah, of course, we like slept in the same bed a couple times and had a shower together once when the hot water was scarce. But other than that, everything is great. And then this is where we also find out she's only been leaving voicemails. Her fiance Mm -hmm. is not answering her calls. Yeah, this is Paige Sinclair. Like he's done. He's he's gone. You are not getting married to Baxter. Oh, you think? She's leaving vo- these voicemails? No way. If he's not answering oh. the calls, like, it's it's done. I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe. Wow. I didn't put that together. I didn't clock it until this 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 episode that she's like, yeah, okay, anyways, talk to you later. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Th- Do we think a- that she's been doing that every time? I mean, at least some of the time. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think that makes sense based on how she's just, like, continuously talking. Well, but I also get the sense that that's just how she would be, like, in yeah. <laughs> a conversation also. Okay, so back to Bojack's office. Bojack has told them all what happened with Penny in New Mexico. And Princess Carolyn's like, you didn't even do anything, Ill- like, nothing illegal is done. And even the not illegal thing, like, you didn't even do. Mm-hmm. And Diane is very quick to say it's not about whether or not it's legal. It's a question of morality. Yes, which is a very fair point. And once again, I just don't understand why Diane never told anyone about this. Yeah. Like, not that it's, again, I'm not saying Diane's in the, like, Bojack's the one in the wrong. He's the one who did the shitty thing. I just find (laughs) it so confusing how Diane is so often used as, like, the moral compass of the show. Mm -hmm. And yet sat on this information for so long and never did anything with it. I just think it's very strange and it it, it feels like a plot hole to me. It is a bit weird and I definitely appreciate that. By the end of this episode, she is going to take a stand finally, but it is it is strange that she wouldn't have said something. Yeah, like it just isn't in line with the character that we've known for six seasons. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and again, like I, I don't even think I'm hating on Diane because I'm not. Yeah. I just wish we had more information about why she didn't actually tell anyone. 
I do think it's a good point because it just kind of drops off a bit where she finds out about it and is putting it in the show for Philbert. And then she's clearly very distraught about it. And she talks to Anna Spanakopita and then she just kind of stops. Like we don't really get her motivation about why she drops it. Yeah, she takes Bojack to rehab and then they're friends again. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like they ever actually talked through it. Mm-hmm. And so it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I know I've been harping on this for weeks at this point, but it just like, I, the, this type of inconsistency really bothers me. And especially with it being Diane, because to me, it's just like one more example of them being like, oh, we don't know what to do with like a smart woman character who's like the moral compass. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. Ugh. Anyway, sorry, everyone. Sorry for everyone who's sick of this. <laughs> And Todd is like, yeah, Bojack was sketchy. Bojack's like, yeah, I was sketchy. And Diane's like, well, you know, maybe they're working on something bigger than just New Mexico. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she says if she tried to pitch that story, they wouldn't do anything with it because it's not enough. So there must be more. Which I guess maybe that's supposed to be the explanation of why Diane didn't say anything. That's interesting. Maybe. But I don't know. I don't know if that's in there on purpose or not. I mean, nothing is an accident in the show. I don't know. And yeah. it's, I, I think that's why it gets me so much because nothing in this show is an accident mm-hmm. ever. Everything yeah. comes back. Everything is planned out. It's so smart. And then this to me just feels like so clearing. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways, they decide to make a list of all of the bad things Bojack has done because Bojack is like, what? They can, they're they going to get me for old stuff? Like I'm a different person now. And I'm like, Bojack. Mm-hmm. shut up yeah he says they can't get me for old things i'm a different person now like i've been on my best behavior ever since i've been out of rehab like what like what's the point of changing and growing if they can still get you on old stuff it's like well you've obviously missed the point on why you would mm-hmm. change and or grow exactly yeah i do have in my notes that so princess carolyn tells todd to put earmuffs on ruthie so she can't hear all the bad things and todd just puts his hat on ruthie and she looks so cute <laughs> she looks very cute in the hat i absolutely yes. agree with that yes do you think okay. it was effective at keeping her from hearing i kind of doubt it <laughs> yeah i didn't think so either and they're like okay well it's gonna be a long night and then it flashes back to mr peanut butter saying yeah i'd love to talk to you about my friend bojack but i'm only gonna tell you good things so it's not gonna be a very long night mm-hmm. it's gonna be a short night yeah very good. That made me laugh. But there is an emergency in the kitchen, and it's that all of the dishwashers quit because the small plates are so annoying to wash. Yeah. And they wouldn't need so many dishwashers if we could just use bigger plates because things just get spun around and no one remembers what they ordered. And then there's so many dishes to clean. And yeah. Then there's a big argument with Pickles and Joey Pogo. Yes. The, not, the, the first of the episode, but not the last. Yes. Yeah, they want Joey Pogo to clean up, and he's doing it very reluctantly and cleans, like, one plate. Yeah, and ultimately, he just goes and buys 500 more plates. Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize until very recently, Lindsay, that, like, there are actual adult humans who just buy, like, paper plates and plastic cutlery so that they don't mm-hmm. have to wash dishes at all. Yeah, it's not good. I didn't realize it was, like, a real thing until yeah. recently, and it was, like, someone who I never would have expected, and I just yeah. got, and that's why I don't feel too guilty about taking so many baths. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of environmental impact, yeah, I like to imagine that there aren't too many people doing that, but there are definitely people who do it. After I found out this one, I'm like, oh, I think it might be a majority of people in America. <laughs> the occasion when I would be using a paper plate, like, it's like a barbecue. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly, yeah. Uh, a picnic 
Yeah, very rare. That's it. <laughs> That's the exhaustive list of times it's appropriate to use paper plate. <laughs> oh, I guess Agreed. like a work lunch. True, like a work cake situation. Yeah. 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 I don't know. So after the argument about the dishwashing, Pickles pulls Mr. Peanut Butter aside and is like, how much longer do we have to work with Joey Pogo? Because she is furious because he's so opposite. Yeah, he's your opposite. Like you're, he's fake nice and you're actually nice. And maybe to some people it comes off as you being disingenuous, but really you're just like being sardonic or something. Yeah, she really like goes onto a list of how Joey Pogo is the complete opposite of Mr. Peanut Butter by listing all of the things they have in common. <laughs> yes. And it just goes to show like it really depends on if you like someone or don't like someone. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's a fine line between love and hate. I would say they are not the opposites of each other. <laughs> but you know what? Mr. Peanut Butter's like, okay, well, I can try to find someone else for you to form a relationship and cheat on me with. I'll pro- I'll proposition some young man on set. Like that can't possibly end poorly. She's like, no, 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 I'll do it. I'll ma- I'll make it work for our relationship. Yeah, for us. Oh, so awkward. So back in the office with Bojack and Princess Carolyn at Diane and Todd, um, they're going through the list of bad things which we've already gone through. And Princess Carolyn is like, none of these are big stories. Yeah, and so they're like, okay, it's got to be something bigger. We must be missing something. Like, it's got to be a big thing. Yeah, and 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 Bojack once again is like, what's the point of working on myself and getting better and sober if people are gonna tear me down? Yes, exactly. Ugh. And he's like, yeah, maybe we can get dirt on the reporters to teach them a lesson for not considering the fact that I may have changed. Yeah, and Todd's like, this is classic old Bojack. Like, I thought you changed, and you're doing old Bojack things. And also, I hadn't clocked previously. I don't think that it's where he still has written Professor Horseman in Sharpie. It now says, bad Professor Horseman. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Todd's like, ugh, I'm putting Ruthie to bed. Call me when the new Bojack is back. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I think that's good. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think this is something that Todd has really had to work at to even remain in any kind of relationship with Bojack. And now he's like, really? We're back to this shit again. Well, and Todd has always been really good at calling Bojack out. So love and appreciate Todd. Todd deserves nothing but the best of this world. Yeah, and it's often super important to have someone who can call you on this stuff and who can say to him, yeah, I'm going to go now. I'm not going to spend my evening listening to this. Again, Todd King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love to see it. You love to see it. So we go back to Elefino, and it's Pickles and, and Joey get into a big argument about the dishes. Pickles is like, I don't understand why Mr. Peanut Butter thought I would like you. He's like, I don't really like you either. And she's like, okay, let's lie to Mr. Peanut Butter that we formed an emotional connection, and then we'll just have sex. Joey's like, why can't we just lie and say we had sex? And Pickles is like, lying about sex is what got us into this mess in the first place. I can't lie to my fiance about sex. Yes, <laughs> can't lie to my fiance about sex. Like, just so scandalized because that would be bad. Because that would be the bad part of this situation. Yep. Ugh, so annoying. So we go back to Mr. Peanut Butter talking to Paige and Max, and they're ta- they're talking about the cheating and the getting even situation because they asked like what's going on with Pickles and Joey, and Mr. Peanut Butter's like that's deeply personal. Let me tell you everything. Yeah, this is uh, it's good stuff. Paige starts kind of putting it on him of like, oh, why would she? Or maybe it's Max who says it. No, Max starts and and Max is like, no, yeah. Pickles likes Joey. Look at the way she yeah. follows him across the restaurant. Like, they're in love. And then Paige is like, but why would she go for dashing young Joey, which is sweet, dependable, boring Mr. Peanut Butter? And then it's like, <laughs> 
very clear that they have now started talking about themselves, Paige and Max. Max is like, no, she's in love with him, even though she'd never admit it to herself. Yeah, she puts up a good fight, but if she were to confess her love, he would definitely go for it. And, like, basically, Max and Paige are, like, really into it, looking into each other's eyes. Mr. Peanut Butter's like, nah, I'm pretty sure they just hate each other. Yeah, it just completely interrupts this moment of intensity where Paige and Max are staring into each other's eyes. And clearly this moment has nothing to do with Pickles and Joey Pogo. And they're just like, wait, what? <laughs> well, and I, I just love that we've gotten like three episodes of Paige and Max before they even allude to this. Mm-hmm. Because it just makes it so satisfying. Like, I just love these two characters. Like, I think they're so <laughs> fun. And even though they're going into like the most serious stuff of the show... Mm-hmm. They just bring a lightness and a fun to it. And I, I just didn't realize that was like a hot take until you were like, oh, I don't really like them. Yeah, no, I think this is such a good take from you where I think, I don't know that it's, I mean, maybe it's a hot take, but I definitely like it as a take. I think it's really good and it's very astute to point out that we are getting into some of the darkest shit and it's all coming together where like the Penny stuff is super dark and the Sarah Lynn stuff is super dark and we're going to have it collide in this horrible way. And the only way to counterbalance that is by having these two ridiculous characters. And I think that was very, very good call on your part. I just I I just think they're so funny. Everything they say is funny. They make me so happy. <laughs> oh man have we released any of the episodes with these two in it i believe so yes one right before scally right i haven't listen i haven't gotten any hate for that take yet so maybe it's not yeah, a no. hot take maybe you had the hot take and i have talked you around to good sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess i just think about sarah saying that she hated the reporters and that was definitely how i felt before but you've definitely brought me around at least if i can change one heart and mind that's enough uh. <laughs> So the reporters are still with Mr. Peanut Butter and they bring it back to Sarah Lynn and Bojack and like, was their relationship inappropriate? And Mr. Peanut Butter's like, yeah, they were thicker than thieves. Like, in fact, they were thieves. They broke into my house and stole our clothes. And you can even call Diane because she never got her jacket back. You should ask her about that. Yes, exactly. And so, yeah, that's what they're going to do. Yes, but first Pickles and Joey are going to come to Mr. Peanut Butter and announce they've developed feelings, and now they are going to make love. And Mr. Peanut Butter, like, very disingenuously is like, yeah, that's great. That's just what we wanted. Great, great, yeah. And it's funny because at this moment they think that they are lying to him, but they're not. I mean, is it not a lie if you don't know? Yeah, I mean, I guess. (laughs) They think that they are lying, but it's going to eventually be revealed that if there was some truth to it yeah i don't yeah they're just dumb <laughs> they're so dumb they don't even know their own feelings yeah so in bojack's office they're continuing to go through the list of wrongdoings they're trying to figure it out bojack's like "Ugh, we're not going to figure this out i'm going to the cast party and diane gets a phone call from Paige asking if she knows bojack and about the night she saw bojack with sarah lynn mm-hmm Diane's like, oh, I sliced my finger on a bagel guillotine. Gotta get medical attention. Bye. Bag yeah. guillotine. <laughs> Bag guillotine. Yeah. I like that she also added that Bojack stole her favorite jacket to the list after Mr. Peanut Butter was like, this is a big deal. <laughs> like, he definitely was right about that. She does care about that. I mean, it's such an ugly jacket. Why is it her favorite jacket? <laughs> yeah, she loves it. It was like, yeah, it was her favorite jacket. She found another one that was almost identical, like, immediately after. Yeah, true. <laughs> and then Guy got her the winter version of it, and it's such an ugly coat. But it's a classic Diane, but she doesn't even have it anymore. Now she's wearing this red and blue thing instead. 
well, she can't fit the jacket anymore. Yeah. It also just, like, doesn't strike me as, like, a jacket that fits with Diane's personality. <laughs> hmm Like, I think it would make more sense if it was, like, an army jacket. Yeah, I think so. It Yeah, it's a good call. I don't know. But you know what? It's her yeah. favorite jacket, and who are we to tell her what her favorite jacket should be? <laughs> so Diane's like, oh, it's about Sarah Lynn. Yeah. And that's kind of the moment where they're like, oh, right. And it is interesting that they have two sides of whiteboard at this point, and nobody thought to mention her on there. Very, very strange. Mm-hmm. Back at Elfino, Pickles and Joey just had some absolutely mind-blowing sex in the, like, a walk-in fridge. Yeah, this seems like a nightmare to me. It seems so cold. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, First of all, I love that the Bojack Wiki calls it a meat locker. Yeah. Like, it's a walk-in fridge if you've yeah. ever been to a restaurant. Meat locker sounds much more menacing and very, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah, situation. exactly. But yeah, no, I feel like I read Cosmo, like, 10 years ago that was like, you can't finish if your feet are cold. You should try wearing <laughs> socks when you have sex. <laughs> Wow, what an incredible tip. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it's not the worst tip Cosmo's ever given. Have you ever seen the one where they're like, put a donut around his penis and eat it off of it? It's also like always a lot of stuff with ice cubes that seems bad. I guess this is connected to that. I mean, ice cubes at least are just like water and you're not going to, you're probably not going to get a yeast infection from that. But the donut (laughs) is like. It's like not a good call. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Anyways, uh, that's our sexual health advice for today. Anyways. um, (laughs) Sexual health corner. (laughs) Have safe sex. Use condoms and birth control. Mm Mm-hmm. Stay safe out there, everybody. And if you are... (laughs) It's tough out there. And if you are a person with a vagina and you have not had a pap in the last three years, this is me telling you. Today, it's call your doctor day. Today. True. Call your doctor and book a pap. It's very important. Yes. Agreed. Well said, Kirsten. Anyways, so Pickles and Joey have had mind-blowing sex. When Pickles is shivering, Joey gives her his sweater. Joey says that they are two naked hearts, raw and exposed, but safe in the home they found in each other. Mm -hmm. Which is from his new song, Two Naked Hearts, Raw and Exposed, but Safe in the Home They Found in Each Other, Raw Dog Remix. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like another banger. And Joey apologizes to her here. It's like, I know I've been weird to you, but I also thought that it would be weird to, what did he say? He said something like, uh, smash Mr. Peanut Butter's fiance. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Not the slickest way to put it, but you know what? Not wrong. And Joey's <laughs> like, I just can't imagine getting married right now. But like one day I hope to have what you two have. I can't even commit to a social media director. I can't find someone who finds my brand. And Pickles is like, sexy? He's like, that's totally right. You totally get me. (laughs) You get me. Yeah, he's like, let me know if you know someone who'd be good for the job. I'm getting on a plane tonight alone to go on tour. The only thing keeping me company is the empty seat I always book. Here's my gate. Here's when I leave. I'm not saying this for any reason, just to remind myself. Yeah, and he just decides to go, and she's kind of like wistfully staring out of the fridge at him. Listen, Pickles is digmatized. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, this is someone... First of all, who has all of the, like, personality traits of Mr. Peanut Butter, but who has never betrayed her. Yes. Wow, good call. And also just dicked her down good, you know? Mm-hmm. Sorry for mm-hmm. saying dicked her down. 
I'm sorry for saying it again and my apology. <laughs> no, it's a great point, though. Like, he's got all of the positives, but not all of the baggage. And so, of course, you're going to be like, hmm, maybe it would be better with this person. But eventually, he's going to hurt your feelings, too. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Everybody ends up with baggage, I guess, is the point. Like, everyone will have baggage in the end, but at least Joey doesn't have an ex-wife that he will sleep with. Yeah, stigmatized indeed. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I made you see stigmatized. <laughs> that feels wrong that you should know that term exists. I didn't know it existed. <laughs> oh, see, this is why your friends need me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we go back to Bojack's office, and Princess Carolyn is going through all of the different ways that they can spin the Sarah Lynn story. Yeah, it's very bad. Like, we have Princess Carolyn being like, yeah, we just got to, like, make him look good. And Diane's like, well, what are we going to spin? Like, this is objectively very bad. Yeah, so basically Diane's like, the first thing I thought when I heard about it was how sad it was that Bojack had to find Sarah Lynn. They talk about poor Bojack being the angle. And then Diane is like, yeah, I kept on thinking about it. And Sarah Lynn died of a heroin overdose. And Bojack mm -hmm. had heroin in his glove compartment. Did you give it to Sarah Lynn? And Bojack says yes, which... I don't, that's not what happened. Like, he shouldn't have still had it. Yeah, but, but he wasn't like, here, Sarah Lynn, I thought of you. In, like, in you were fact, sober and well. When Sarah Lynn pulled out the heroin, Bojack said, don't do it. Which, like, is not excusing Bojack's behavior at all. And, like, Bojack did take her on the bender and did a lot of horrible things to her. But, like, he didn't purposefully give her heroin. He didn't want anyone doing heroin. Yeah, he wasn't like, here, have this heroin and hopefully overdose. I think it's just like makes it a bit too black and white or something. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it, he didn't give it to her, but like he didn't actually stop her from having it. And like he shouldn't have kept it in his car. Why did he keep heroin in his car? Yeah, especially stuff that he knew was like very dangerous stuff. That like people were dying of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Diane's like, oh, well, did you leave her with the heroin? And Bojack's like, no, I was with her until she died. I left and came back and pretended to find her. And that's where it's like, oh, mm -hmm. shit. Okay, this is really, really bad now. Yeah, it's really, really dark. And it's very, like, one of the things I've always struggled with is this idea of, like, if he hadn't done that could someone have gotten there in time to save her life like i don't know man this is really bad yeah oh i had never even thought of it from that perspective mm -hmm. i think probably not yeah like i'm hoping not because it's just like so brutal the to episode think about. gives it the impression that she's just dead she just falls asleep yeah. and is dead yeah but i don't know that much about heroin and like how overdoses of heroin can be treated so I mean, maybe. Whew. One of them could have had some naloxone on them or something. Like, that would have been good for two people on a bender. Yeah. And again, people, if there's going to be drugs in your life, please get a naloxone kit. In Canada, at least you can get them free from any pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Don't use alone. You can go slow. Yeah. Go go slow. Use Have naloxone handy. Have more mm -hmm. than one naloxone kit. So sad. Ugh. So, so sad. Yeah. The, the crisis right now. So Princess Carolyn asks if the reporters could know that he had been with Sarah Lynn. And he's like, I don't know how they could. I covered my tracks. I've never told anyone that before. And in this moment, this is where he gets interrupted by the kids having their cast party. And they want him to read out the superlatives. He just wants one last night with his students, goes out to celebrate, gives them their superlatives, and tells them to cherish their time in college. 
Yes. When he says he covered his tracks, do we think that just means like I didn't tell anybody? Yeah, I think so. Well, the other thing, too, is we've seen that, you know, at the hospital when Sarah Lynn was dead, he it seemed like he wanted to tell Officer Fuzzy Face the truth. And the officer was like, no, case closed. Not listening. Yeah, I forgot about that. I can't remember all the things he said, but he said a lot of sketchy shit. Yeah, he was definitely saying stuff that would imply that he knew more about the death. And the officer was like, case closed accidental death yeah. classic and so like once again bojack's the one who did the really bad thing but yeah <laughs> so yeah there were some factors involved that made it easier for him to get away with these bad things yes and also a cab even officer fuzzy meow meow mcfuzzy face yes even the paw patrol <laughs> Did I say that on this That really made me recently? laugh when you said Yeah, I did. I said it today, too, because I saw Paw Patrol store, toy at the store. It really made me laugh. I don't know why I think it's so funny to say a cab about the Paw Patrol. Because it's objectively very funny. <laughs> Josh laughed at it, too, so I feel like it's, it's a confirmed hilarious joke. <laughs> Look at us finding laughs where we can. Yeah. So we go back to Elefino and someone a diner comes up to mr peanut butter is like wow the combination of lazy susans and small plates has me dining so much fun this is the best like it's they're like it's exactly like dim sum but with white people food so it's more accessible yeah oh my god there's also a moment i think it's earlier in the episode but like they're talking about the name and i think max is asking about it and mr peanut butter says it's actually elefino and he goes well if you don't know elefino oh i did like that a lot as well (laughs) iconic Mm -hmm. so max is like wow it's so tragic that pickles and poco love each other but she's promised to another and mr Mm -hmm. peter's like yes she is engaged to me yes me And they they go back and forth with like ma- like Max puns and Page puns and I mm-hmm. I really like it but I didn't write them down. Yeah, no. And they just keep going after him and really piling on about this and they really are doubling down on this idea of like oh it's really too bad that your fiance is in love with someone else and he's like stop it like, I'm done with this. Yeah, Page asks oh does your ex wife regularly consume bagels? Mm-hmm. He's like mind your own business. Yeah. He's like, I've decided I'm not going to help you anymore. And I, I for one, happen to know how devastated Bojack was about Sarah Lynn's death. And I'm not going to help you take him down. And then goes on to say, yeah, Bojack told me once when he was drunk that he was with Sarah Lynn when she died. And he was the one who mm-hmm. gave her the heroin. And he is so modest that he's never told anyone that. Yeah, it's really bad. I had no memory of this happening and had no idea that Mr. Peanut Butter was the reason that the reporters got this story. I had no recollection. Like, I audibly gasped when he said this. I was just like, Mr. Peanut Butter, no. He's so dumb. Yeah. But at the same time, like, we want him to be taken down about this. It's just, like, not like this. Well, yeah, that's the thing that makes it so complicated about watching this show. Like, I mean, both of us have been very, very vocal critics about Bojack as a character and as, like, a person, horseman thing Mm -hmm. and obviously we don't think that he should like just get away with bad things yeah but it's also just like we've also seen bojack starting to go through a redemption arc and it just feels so powerful to see him trying to be better and even though obviously we're not like with like the old bojack of oh they're gonna take me down for old shit what was the point of getting better and still just Mm -hmm. like is a tough pill to swallow that now 
when Bojack is finally getting better, he might actually face consequences for the first time in his life when he was bad unrepentantly for so many years. Mm-hmm. And that it's like, Mr. Peanut Butter just messed up and told some reporters and this is how it's going to happen rather than him just eventually taking accountability for what he did. It's going to actually be because of this mistake. You hate to see it. Hate to see it like really this. Do. Paige is so excited about the story, thinks they've got everything wrapped up. She's ready to go back to the office and write. Max is trying to push that they should work together longer, establishing a larger pattern of behavior. Like, we haven't heard back from rehab or the girl from New Mexico. Like, mm-hmm. we got to do this. And, he, you know, he's kind of on board with what Paige's original plan was. And Paige is like, nope, you were always right. It was always about Sarah Lynn. Yep. And I'm going to go get married because that's what I should be doing. And the story has always been about Sarah Lynn. So that's what we're going to do. And Max Max is like, like, no, wait. I I love love you. you. And she says, everybody does. I'm Paige Sinclair. And then just whisks away. (laughs) What a queen. Yeah, absolute queen. I I was going to make a reference to that at the start of the episode of like Lindsay, who everybody loves because she's Lindsay Wilson. But I forgot. (laughs) Everybody does. Everybody does. I'm Paige Sinclair. She's so good. Yes. So back in the office, it's Bojack, Princess Carolyn, Diane talking about what are they going to do? How are they going to get ahead of this story? Like what kind of strategic choices can they make to help him get out without legally implicating himself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he basically gets advice from Princess Carolyn that he should just like apologize for the parts that are true, but then say that lots of the parts aren't true. So then people will think that the worst parts are not true. I mean, publicists. They talk about, like, maybe Bojack will lose his job at Wesleyan. And Bojack's like, but this has nothing to do with my job here. And it's like, oh, Bojack. Yeah, sweet summer child. Like, this is his first job that's not in Hollywood, too. So it's, of course, the one that would be the most impacted by this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Diane is trying to kind of get them back to reality and says, you know, you you're basically being pushed out of a plane and you can think about ways to survive this, but the plane is gone. There's no getting back on now. Yeah, it's like you can either grab a parachute or you can face the ground head on. Like, be on, do the hard thing, be honest. Things will get worse before they get better, but at least you won't have to spend the rest of your life waiting for the other shoe to drop. And Bojack seems on board with this, but then Mm -hmm. he gets the call from Paige, who is like, I assume you're going to deny everything that we're saying, but here's me doing my due diligence, asks if... He was with Sarah Lynn about the heroin, all of that. And Bojack's like, I deny, deny, deny. Mm Because it happened so fast. Yeah. And Paige's, her tone is one of very much just kind of a knowing smugness where she's like, I assume you'll deny everything. And then asks him about it. And he says no. And she's just like, "Mm mm-hmm, of course. Yes. Yeah. It's her doing her due diligence as a journalist, giving him the opportunity to comment. Diane is like, I cannot be a part of this anymore. I have a book to write. And she leaves to go home. Yeah, I think this is good on Diane. Like, at a certain point, you just got to go. Just walk away. I mean, it, it wasn't doing her. She said what she needed to say. Yeah, exactly. She said her piece, and they are not willing to take it. And she has now seen Bojack act on it and has shown that he's not going to do it. And it's time to go. She's protecting her own piece. Good And That's good right. for her. Back at Elefino, which I'm not going to say Elefino because it's too, <laughs> it makes me laugh too much. It's too silly. Um, 
So Pickles tells Mr. Peanut Butter about the sex. They're even now. Everything can go back to normal. Mr. Peanut Butter's like, okay, well, like, should we plan our wedding? And Pickles is like, "Mm, but Joey has a really good job opportunity, but I'd have to leave tonight and I'd be gone for a while. Like, I'm so confused about what to do. She is so well animated in this scene where I think her body language is so well done and the way that she's delivering it is so well done where she just does seem genuinely super confused and very uncomfortable to be bringing this up to him and just the way that she delivers it feels very real yeah absolutely it it really especially like she is young and she Mm -hmm. has never had to deal with stuff this complicated before and yeah and she's never had a job opportunity like this or she's never had to think about this before she's had lots of jobs that she was in no way qualified for and this is a great opportunity where she is going to be really good at this and now she's got to think about being a career gal not a career gal (laughs) i was like what's that word girl boss (laughs) yes girl gatekeep gaslight girl boss that's right that's right mr peanut butter is like go take the job go on tour and he said, mm-hmm. and she says, well, can we plan the wedding when I come back? And he's like, yeah, sounds like a great compromise. Nobody's giving up anything they want. Mm-hmm. Paul F. Tompkins here, truly incredible. The saddest voice so you can ever good. hear. So good. It's so well done. Pickles is mm-hmm. like, okay, amazing. I have to go. Gives him a hug and a kiss and leaves. And then someone like sees him and goes, oh, sad dog and takes a picture. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it's so, so sad. Like he... Normally, is just so over the top, happy and excited. And here he just goes, yeah, sure. When you get back. And you're just like, ah. Well, and it's so just sad. so interesting because literally he didn't even want to get married when he proposed. Mm-hmm. He wanted to break up True. with her. And now he's like sad that she's leaving. Yeah, I'll be honest. This is another one I keep saying. I can't remember how this season goes. But all throughout this Pickles is going to sleep with someone storyline, I have had no memory of how it was going to be resolved. So I've been waiting and waiting to see what was going to happen with these two. Yeah, I I couldn't remember the details. Listen, I watched this once in January of 2020, and the world is a different place since mm-hmm. then. So That's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fair that we don't remember all of the little details. We'd probably remember them mm-hmm. a lot better if the, the global pandemic hadn't happened. That's very fair. So we go back to Bojack's office for the last scene of the episode. Princess Carolyn and Bojack are going through his written apology, and he's like, there is no way not to make this sound like bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, and he's saying, you know, I need some fresh starts and like this is supposed to be a fresh start for me. And he's right. It does sound very stilted, all of the things that he is sort of half apologizing for. Yeah, it does. It just sounds like total bullshit. And yeah, Bojack talks about all the fresh starts he was supposed to have but haven't worked out. And he's like, I don't know what to do. Like everything always falls apart and I end up alone. And Princess Carolyn is like, I am here for you. I am still here for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel slightly complicated about this exchange where I think it definitely reminds me a lot of my dynamic with my shitty abusive ex, where I think a lot of what was effective in his manipulation was being like, you're the only one who's still here. And I feel like that was definitely a thing that I was like, oh, this is like a, a virtue of mine that I'm willing to be here all the time through all of your bullshit. And I see that in Princess Carolyn, too, where she's like, this is a good thing where I'm always seeing you through this stuff. And sometimes you have to walk away from this bad stuff. Lindsay, I cannot express enough how much I want to find your ex and punch him in the face. <laughs> Just for the record. Yes. <laughs> but. I appreciate you. Uh, well, 
this is the bare me wanting to punch that man in the face is the bare minimum but I'm I'm glad you're accepting (laughs) it yeah I think it's it's really complicated with Princess Carolyn because you know they have a professional relationship but they also dated for a long time and Mm -hmm. Princess Carolyn because of her own trauma really sees herself as a fixer Mm -hmm. and so it's like how much of her staying is because of Bojack manipulating her and how much is because of her own stuff going on that just makes her really prey to his specific like ways of communicating right it's mm-hmm. it's a lot more complicated oh, totally. than just a professional or just a romantic relationship 100% and i think that those things often go together so perfectly and in such destructive ways where people who want to fix people tend to be drawn to these very toxic people and those toxic people can perfectly take advantage of that and i think there's some of that going on here where She says, I never loved anyone better. And like, you only get that kind of love when you're young and stupid, which absolutely fair. But also, you can still find better love than this. This is not the best kind of love there is. This is, yeah, no. But, you know, Bojack asks why she is still there. And, Mm -hmm. And she says, probably because I'm a fool. You were my first client. I have loved you for 25 years. And when I tell my daughter the story of the great love of my life, I want it to have a happy ending, which Mm -hmm. just crushed me. 100%. I felt that so much. And also coming from him, too. And he says, maybe the happy ending is you walking away. And I was like, yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, it's like, oh, wow, Bojack really has been working on himself. Yeah, exactly. Teach Ruthie a lesson about the importance of not falling for the sunk cost fallacy and not sinking yourself into these pits of people. (laughs) Like, sometimes you do have to walk away. Yeah, she says, I've been with you this far. Sunk cost and all that. Mm -hmm. (sighs) And Bojack says, no, Diana's right. I need to take responsibility. And I want to do that so that when you talk, tell Ruthie you can tell her that you helped me to do the right thing and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, So good. (laughs) She's like, are you sure? He's like, no. And Bojack turns out the lights and leaves his office. Mm -hmm. And that's the episode. That's the episode. That line of, I want you to be able to tell your daughter you helped me do the right thing. Absolutely incredible line. Truly a gut punch moment. Absolutely beautiful. One thing that was funny from this episode that we didn't talk about, when Diane leaves, she goes out to the cast party and she's like, oh, they're all making out. You have dorms. Go to your rooms. (laughs) So good. (laughs) I liked that a lot. Um, Yeah, she just like walks out and immediately trips over them making it. (laughs) So good. Just everyone making out, which like I I was was never a theater kid, but I uh, have heard that they Mm -hmm. love to make out. (laughs) Boy, did they. (laughs) (laughs) A blessing. Uh, Okay. Well, we don't have any feedback this episode because we never solicited any, and uh, that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. We said lots of things in this one. I think this is a very fruitful conversation. Hopefully, people have thoughts about it. Yeah, hopefully, this was what y'all needed after watching that episode. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, Kirsten, I feel like people will have thoughts after they hear episodes and it might be after we're done. We might want to do a short like a feedback, feedback episode. episode. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Once once yeah. we've covered them all. So don't despair if you didn't get your thoughts in and you have thoughts about the episodes as you hear them. Yes, we we will definitely do a feedback show for sure. And then, of course, we have to do the show with all of our guests all on one yes. um, Zoom call. <laughs> yes, hosted by Brian Skelly. Of course. 
Yes. <laughs> I know th- that he would love nothing more than to host a giant Zoom call. <laughs> but yeah, so if you would like to send us thoughts, you can do that by tweeting us at BoJackHorsePod. You can email us BoJackHorsePod at gmail.com or you can fill in our Google form, tinyurl.com slash BoJackHorsePod. Lindsay and I would love to hear any and all of your thoughts and we would especially appreciate if you can give us a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choosing. It really is helpful for people finding the podcast. We deeply appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And if you want to help us out over on Patreon, you can do that too. Patreon.com slash Bojack Horsepod. And it helps us immensely with this show not being something we pay to do. And don't worry, the show's not going anywhere. Like just because Bojack is ending, we are going to continue podcasting weekly on this feed. We're just going to pick something else to talk about. So patrons love the most say and other things that we talk about. Uh, Two and Bernie yeah. will happen first for sure, though. I think we have to. Yes, I think so. I'm just like very curious about your thoughts on Tuca and Bernie, Lindsay. Yeah, the other night Cam was like, should we watch this? I was like, I think I have like a pact with Kirsten that I can't. (laughs) Oh, I mean, if you want to watch it with Cam as well, that's fine. I feel like I have to save it and watch it with you. I mean, I've watched season one and two. Yeah, but I'll come in fresh, fresh takes. Well, thank you. But if Cam's mad about it, that's on you, not on me. I think he super didn't care. Oh, okay, perfect. (laughs) Then that's fine. I can take... I can take the responsibility there. But yeah, so if you would like to hear more from us, you can hear Lindsay over on the podcast of tomorrow talking about Futurama episode by episode, as well as the back catalog of The Simpsons then and now. Go download them. What's going to stop? Mm-hmm. What, what, mm-hmm. What's stopping you? Go download them. Literally nothing. Ex- literally nothing. <laughs> and you can also hear more from me on the weekly pop culture trending topics celeb gossip podcast, Mess Magnets, as well as talking about Riverdale every week over on Kowski Cast. And you can follow me on all social media at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. But Lindsay and I will be back next week to talk about season six, episode 12, Xerox of a Xerox. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.